Please be seated. We normally uh, record the message on Sundays for our podcasts, and usually I use a, an app that's on my phone, and I walked out the door this morning without it, so Bobby is putting his up here to, uh, to capture the message today. Um, you ever walk out the door without your phone? Do you remember a time when it didn't matter because you didn't have a phone? And you could walk out the door and the worst thing you might have forgotten was your lunch or something like that. These days it's just hard to function without it. The uh, epistle for today is from Galatians 1 verses 11 through 24. And it talks about Paul's remarks concerning the vindication of his apostleship. Paul had a history that he wasn't too proud of. But he also knew that he had been transformed. And so he writes these words in Galatians to the church there in Galatia. And he says, for I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that the gospel that was proclaimed by me is not of human origin. For I did not receive it from a human source, nor was I taught it, but I received it through a revelation of Jesus Christ. You have heard, no doubt, of my earlier life in Judaism. I was violently persecuting the church of God and was trying to destroy it. I advanced in Judaism beyond many among my people of the same age, for I was far more zealous for the traditions of my ancestors. But when God, who had set me apart before I was born and called me through his grace, was pleased to reveal his son to me so that I might proclaim him among the Gentiles. I did not confer with any human being, nor did I go up to Jerusalem to those who were already apostles before me. But I went away at once into Arabia and afterwards I returned to Damascus. Then after three years, I did go up to Jerusalem to visit Cephas, that's Peter, and stayed with him 15 days. But I did not see any other apostle except James, the Lord's brother. In what I am writing to you before God, I do not lie. Then I went into the regions of Syria and Cilicia And I was still unknown by sight to the churches of Judea that are in Christ. They only heard it said, the one who formerly was persecuting us is now proclaiming the faith he once tried to destroy. And they glorified God because of me. See, Paul had a testimony. Paul had a testimony and a witness. 
Paul's testimony and his witness are glorifying to God. Paul's testimony and Paul's witness are glorifying to God and cause those who hear it to glorify God too. And to that we can probably just say, glory be to God, amen. I could end the sermon right there and that would be sufficient. I could end the sermon right there and that would be enough said. Paul had a testimony. Paul had a witness and it glorified God. And when people heard it, they responded by glorifying God. Nuff said, call it a day. Because what we need to understand here this morning is that we all have a testimony. And we are all called to witness to the transforming power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. That gospel that comes alive to people who hear it in our story and who see it being walked out in our lives. See, Paul says, it's no secret about my past. It's no secret that I was trying to destroy Christians and their entire faith along with them if I could manage it. He's saying, I was a zealot for the Jewish traditions. I was relentless in my persecution of the church. I was perfectly willing and able to do evil in the name of good intentions. In fact, when they stoned Stephen to death, I encouraged them. I egged them on and then I held everyone's coats so they could get a better throw. But then Paul says, on the Damascus road, I encountered the living Christ. And that experience blinded me physically for a time so that I could stew in my spiritual blindness for a while. And when he healed me, when he restored my sight to me, I believed in him and my spiritual blindness was healed also. And Paul says, look at me now. I'm a preacher of the gospel of Jesus Christ and I am not the man I used to be. I'm not the man I used to be because what you see in me isn't me, but Christ in me. Now, I think that we can all identify to a certain extent with Paul. I know I can. See, there was a time when I was a zealot for things other than the one true God. There was a time when my priorities were my career. The pursuit of things that I thought were more important than anything or anybody. The accumulation of wealth, attaining power, prestige, human glory. But then I had an encounter with the living Christ. 
Then I had my own Damascus Road experience and my eyes were opened. Can you relate to any of that? See, I used to think that wealth was more important than people, but I'm not the man I used to be. I used to climb the corporate ladder, not caring who I had to step on to get to the next rung, but I'm not the man I used to be. I used to try to dress to impress, taking great stock in my appearance and spending excessively to have the finer things in life, but I'm not the man I used to be. I used to be a selfish husband thinking my needs were more important than those of my wife, but I'm not the man I used to be. I used to be a father focused on my career instead of my children, but I'm not the man I used to be. I used to be a cultural Christian, thinking I didn't need to go to church, thinking I could believe in a God that fit my selfish lifestyle, thinking I could do my own thing on Sundays because church wasn't convenient to my personal time. But thank God Almighty for His grace and His mercy because of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit. Glory be to God, I am not the man I used to be. See, Paul found that his jaded past, the testimony of his transformation from persecutor of Christians to preacher of the faith served to show the power of the Holy Spirit to transform a sinner into a saint. Paul found that God who had set him apart before he was born and called him through grace was pleased to reveal his son Jesus to him so that he might proclaim him among the Gentiles. And so likewise, my jaded past, your jaded past, whatever it might be, is used by a God of mercy and grace to speak into the lives of others. To show them the transforming power of God. Paul's life, my life, your life is a testimony and a witness to the saving grace of God through Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit. And when people hear it, your testimony, when people hear it, they respond by glorifying God. And how do they glorify God? They glorify God when they allow his word to penetrate their hearts. They glorify God when they hear your testimony and your witness of the gospel and their spiritual eyes are opened. They glorify God when their spiritual eyes are opened and they accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior. 
They glorify God when they hunger and thirst for the knowledge of the word of God and they become disciples of Jesus Christ. They glorify God when they learn enough about being a disciple that they begin to disciple others. They glorify God when those that they are discipling go and make disciples. And on and on it goes until we all reach the maturity of the fullness of Christ. If you are at a place in your life where you are still the person you used to be, where you are still about your wants, your needs, your priorities instead of those of the Most High God, then brother and sister, it is time for a change. It's time to grow no matter what your age. When I was a child, I spoke like a child, I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. When I became an adult, I put an end to childish ways. That's talking about the heart. It's not talking about chronological age. It's talking about maturity of relationship with Christ. And so invite Jesus to be the Lord of your life today if you have not done so already. Invite Jesus to create in you a clean heart and to renew a right spirit within you. Begin that process of salvation and sanctification wherein you will become more and more like Christ. And then when you stand before him, when you go to him in prayer, you can hold your head up and look into his face and say, because of you, my Lord, my Savior, I'm not the man, I'm not the woman that I used to be. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please join me in uh, reading the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, the maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, Born of a virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he rose from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitting at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From then she shall not be judged to live in the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church. Resurrection of the body 
and the life everlasting. Amen. Please join me.